Hello and welcome to the Fit and Free podcast. This is a podcast for women who want it all, to feel strong and confident in their bodies, as well as enjoying a sneaky mug on a Friday night. I'm an exercise physiologist and sports nutritionist here to teach you how to achieve your body goals without food and your body controlling your life. So let's jump in. Welcome back to another ep of the Fit and Free podcast. I am super excited to talk about today's episode because it's something that I see time and time again as a nutrition and exercise coach that is stressing so many people out and literally setting them up for self-sabotaging cycles when they really don't need to be. Our nutrition and our exercise is there to make us feel fucking good. It's meant to give us energy. It's meant to make us feel really good so that we can show up and we can be confident. It's there to make us feel strong and empowered. But for so many, they're getting stuck in these vicious cycles of needing everything and every single number needs to be perfect and rigid. And if it's not all perfect, they're making it mean that they're not going to be successful. They're not going to see results and then end up self-sabotaging. And this is what we're going to be speaking to today is this whole thing in and around MyFitnessPal and counting calories. I want to talk through for when it's useful and then when it's harmful. And it's super important for you guys to understand this because if you are struggling thinking about food all the freaking time, if you have so much stress and anxiety because you don't know the calories of the food, if you're stressed about eating over your calories, or if you are tracking and you go over and it just sends you into a spiral, then this episode is really for you. Because my goal for this episode is for you guys to understand and bring into your awareness some unconscious patterns that may be playing out for you so that you can let this stuff go. So that nutrition and exercise is no longer this thing that's completely controlling your life. Because at the end of the day, in order to be successful, you don't have to track. You don't have to be constantly thinking about getting everything right and everything perfect in order to see results. And I had a beautiful conversation yesterday with one of my OG clients. We were talking about, we always celebrate our wins. Like that is always the first thing we do whenever we are in a call. And she said to me, Laura, I tried on this skirt that didn't fit me three months ago and it fit me now. I put it on and I felt so confident. I felt so good in it and I felt really excited. And then I asked her, I was like, what do you think is the biggest thing that allowed you to achieve this? And do you know what she said to me? I stopped overthinking everything And that then allowed me to be consistent. (laughs) And the reason why I share this with you guys is because it's not to gloat or anything like that. But yeah, I am really proud of my client. Don't get me wrong. She's fucking amazing because she's constantly putting herself outside of her comfort zone in order to grow. 
But the reason why I'm telling you this is the principal lesson of the whole thing. It's letting go of these perfectionism traits, these need to track every single calorie, to need to know every single calorie, but instead utilizing the education and the knowledge of macronutrients and portion sizes and most importantly, having a healthy relationship with food, i.e. no binge restrict cycles, i.e. no emotional eating, i.e. letting go of all these good and bad foods, letting go of all these rules and restrictions that we have in our lives so that she was able to be consistent, fuel her body appropriately without listening to all of these rules and therefore saw results in her body. So what I really want for you guys is for you to understand and bring into your awareness is that if you are getting hyper fixated on numbers and MyFitnessPal is stressing you the fuck out, then maybe this is actually the reason it's cock blocking you from reaching your body composition goals. And I want to share with you some insight on how you can start looking to break this cycle. Because I see it time and time again. There are so many coaches out there who recommend tracking. They're like, yes, you have to track to get results. And if you don't track perfectly, then you're not disciplined. And if you don't track perfectly, then you don't care about your results (laughs) and all these things. Like I see it all the time. I literally, I used to listen to a health and fitness podcast and that was his mentality. He believed that you have to track in order to see results. And he literally used those words. It's like, well, you don't care about your health. You don't value your health if you're not willing to track. So I can see it through conditioning that we are made to believe that we need to know every single little detail. We need to get everything exactly perfect in order to see results. Like I can see that. And I too was once in that mentality. I too once believed that I had to know every single calorie. I had to track everything perfectly in order to see results. And that version of me was living in a constant place of fear. And she was fucking terrified because that version of me who any time that she didn't know the calories, one, she didn't feel comfortable eating it. Two, she felt fucking guilty. And three, she would end up self-sabotaging because she was like, well, I've already done this. Then what's the fucking point? Stuck in these all or nothing binge restrict cycles or to leave me at square one each and every time. I now have a different lens on it because I am no longer in a place where my body controls my life in terms of I've completely detached my worth from my body. I've completely detached any sort of emotional value in and around that and and around food. I've completely healed my relationship with food. I can eat whatever I want when I want and there is no guilt. There, There is nothing there because I know how to adequately fuel my body and I have a beautiful relationship with food. It's no longer this all or nothing. I can, I can't. It's like I treat every day the freaking same. And this is what I teach my clients because when you have this mentality of a beautiful relationship with food, as well as, you know, killing it in the gym and training properly, your body composition starts to change without really having to try too hard. But it's all these mindset pieces that we do have to work through in order to get there. And this is the fucking uncomfortable bit. This is the shit that people are avoiding because Now I can look at it as a lens of 
tracking is actually it is an amazing tool don't get me wrong like what these people are preaching there is definitely value behind it because my fitness pal can definitely teach you a lot about nutrition absolutely it also gives you a lot of flexibility in and around achieving your body composition goals because you can manipulate the day the way that you like but if you struggle with perfectionism traits if you struggle with needing your body to look a certain way in order to be happy, in order to feel confident, in order to feel enough. And we have so much emotional attachment onto our body and therefore haven't that emotional attachment onto food because our food is the vehicle of changing our body. Then my fitness pal probably isn't the best choice for you because this is where I see so many active females get it wrong is this is where people get so obsessed with the numbers, right? And they get so obsessed and it causes so much stress and havoc in their life. Because guys, what you need to know, there is a difference between being disciplined and watching what you eat versus using MyFitnessFowl in a non-constructive way and allowing it to completely ruin your day. Like if you're feeling fucking guilty about going out and having cocktails with your friends and then you're thinking to yourself that you need to make up for it and compensate it with extra exercise or if you need to compensate with it by reducing your calories for the next few days. Not only is this going to impact you physically, but first I want to speak to the emotional piece, right? When we do this to ourselves, We can't be present in the moment. We can't be present and enjoy going out for cocktails with your friends because deep down we're we're just thinking about how we need to change our body, how how these calories are ruining everything and how this is ruining my progress. And if I ruin my progress, therefore I'm never going to be able to achieve my body composition goals and then I'm never going to be happy, never going to be confident. But it's not only that, it's like, it's like, okay, it's connection with our partner and going out, but it's also driving wedges in between relationships. I remember myself, it drove a wedge between me and my partner because it was like, he would offer to cook me food and then I would be like, nope, (laughs) I'm in full control. That's too much oil. That's too many calories. I can't eat that. I'll go over my calories if I eat that. So therefore, I can't be present in this moment. I can't enjoy this beautiful time connecting and spending quality time together because I'm so fixated on on the calories that I've gone over in my fitness pal. But it's not just this. It's yes, it's ruining connection and it's like we have all this internal dialogue in terms of how we're not going to be able to achieve our result but it's also the what we're doing physically to our bodies when we start looking at food as numbers and not nutrients what tends to happen is we start restricting essential nutrients that the body needs in order to thrive I see it time and time again is people get afraid of adding fats into their meals and think about it. Fat is an essential macronutrient that the body needs to eat every single day. 
And when we start labeling these food as too high in calories, what that is actually saying is actually saying my body doesn't deserve these nutrients that it actually needs to thrive. So then what starts happening is we start underfueling on these nutrients and our physical health starts to suffer for it. Like brittle hair and nails, low bone mineral density, lack of energy, right? All of these things are signs that our body is screaming at us that we're not fueling it adequately because we're so afraid of the too high calories. We're so afraid of eating too much too early in the day because my fitness pal told me that I can only eat this much. And then also that compensatory piece, like we have to speak to that as well. It's like this compensatory piece of, oh, I have to do more exercise or I have to eat less food if I went over my calories. Then what happens is big red flag of binge restrict cycles restricting our body and then punishing ourselves with our exercise what's that gonna do it's gonna make our body hungry it's gonna (laughs) it's gonna increase the drive to eat so then what happens is we try and resist it we no 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 then we get triggered maybe that's emotional maybe it's anger frustration sadness Maybe it's self-sabotage. Maybe it's, oh, I'm working so hard and I've got nothing to show for it. So what's the point? Which leads to a binge, which then leads back into this restriction mentality, right? And this is why tracking is not appropriate for so many people, because it's these things that we get caught in, in these cycles that are actually stopping us from changing our body composition. It's stopping us from losing fat and building muscle because we're under fueling. We know when we're under fueling, we're not giving the body enough energy. We're not giving it enough of its nutrients that it needs. We are not having enough energy to train. And if we're not progressing in the gym, then we're not going to see body composition changes because we're not going to be able to build muscle because we don't have enough calories. Like, think about it. How many people do you know that don't track who have an amazing body? How many people do you know that are not sitting there on my fitness pal calculating every little thing and look fucking banging bikinis? They're everywhere. They're right in front of you. And I don't want you to sit there and compare yourself. But what I want you to do is utilize it as an opportunity to realize as evidence that it's possible for other people. It's absolutely possible for you as well. And then it's that piece of you have to take responsibility. If you want that, then you have to go get it. Because we can continue to live in fear because at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's being utilizing my fitness pal in this way is ultimately living in a place of fear and a place of scarcity because why we do it is the the control piece. We need to have full control on every single thing that we're eating because if we don't have control, therefore we're going to gain weight. We don't have control. We're going to gain weight and we're going to not achieve the body that we want. And therefore, we're never going to be successful. Because you've heard it time and time again, right? You know you have to eat carbohydrates. You know you have to have fats and you know you have to have protein. You know you have to eat your macronutrients. You know you have to eat more if you want to build muscle and lose fat. If you want to change your actual body composition and not just lose weight on the scale. You know that this knowledge is not your problem. 
Because if you did, you wouldn't be here, right? And this is a reality check. It's not a nutrition problem. This addiction, these all or nothing binge restrict cycles to my fitness bow has nothing to do with nutrition itself. It has everything to do with the fear of losing control combined with our little perfectionism brain. When you can't track your calories perfectly, all hell breaks loose only to find yourself knee deep in a box of cookies planning to be perfect the following week. It's a freaking vicious cycle. It's tiring. And honestly, it's not necessary. And this is such an important piece that you guys need to understand is being more strict and more disciplined is only going to exacerbate your problem, right? If you go over your calories and try and make up for it, end up in a binge restrict cycle, then you try and be more strict and more disciplined. It's going to make it worse. Until you address your control problem, until you are able to sit in the uncertainty with numbers, is you will never be able to be successful with your body goals because you'll be continuously stuck in these cycles of binge restricting, all or nothing, self-sabotage. So where does this fear of lack of control or fear of uncertainty even come from? So in the brain, the amygdala, a small almond-shaped structure located deep within the brain's medial temporal lobe, is primarily responsible for processing emotions such as fear and anxiety, including the fear of uncertainty. So when we are faced in these uncertain situations, this part of the brain can become activated, triggering a fear response. Literally, it's a fear response. It's a survival mechanism. This activation can lead to feelings of unease, apprehensive, and heightened states of alertness. So what you have to know is that these feelings are absolutely real. And what the brain is doing is literally making the mistake of thinking that not knowing the calories of food, the fear of the unknown, the fear of weight gain is triggering survival mechanism in the brain. Fight or flight. It's getting us to act and to be aware But then when we can look at it objectively, it's like, well, knowing the calories of the food isn't really that terrifying. And this is where we have to pull into your awareness, guys, is that these thoughts and these feelings are based off like a survival mechanism that is not necessarily true. Just because you don't know the calories of one meal doesn't mean that it's going to magically make you gain weight. And we can really look at it logically, right? Like if you go out for dinner, say you're going out for a Mexican bowl and then you're having like, you know, two cocktails on top of that. Let's just say each cocktail is about, you know, 200 calories per cocktail, say. So that's an extra 400 calories. Then we look at the main meal. So our main meal, maybe it's an extra, you know, 250 calories on top of what we would normally eat. So in total, that the total calories extra that we're eating is about 600 extra calories than what we normally would, which is then triggering this primal response to being like, oh my God, I'm eating so much. I'm going to gain weight and therefore never see results. I'm never going to be happy, right? That's the little raging voice inside our head that is making us believe that because we have these extra 600 calories, all of a sudden everything is ruined. But... 
In order to gain one kilo of body fat, we actually need to be eating 7,700 calories on top of our maintenance calories. How is 600 extra calories in one day going to even move the needle slightly? It's not. And that's the thing. What you have to remember is for every time we go over, the body is naturally going to be able to pull back, right? It's actually naturally going to either use it more as energy or we're not going to be as hungry the next day for breakfast. Unless you're in the pool of you've been underfueling for a really, really long period of time and you have no idea what it feels like to be full because you've lost touch with your hunger and fullness cues. We're going to go there in a second. But that's what you have to understand is like when your body is in an equilibrium state, then these extra calories that you had in the night, the next day you'll feel less hungry. So now we know that it's not necessarily a nutrition thing, but it's more of a fear of losing control thing it's a fear of the uncertainty thing what the hell do we then do about it this is where we have to take responsibility on realizing that this is literally like a survival mechanism and we have to take responsibility in order to change these things because think about it like we've been running off these thought processes these unconscious thought patterns in and around food for so freaking long and that's the thing it's unconscious like where these are habitual things now habits are not only things that we do physically but they're also things that we're telling ourselves every goddamn day. And that's what this stuff is. It's so ingrained in our neural pathways that it's habitual. And because of that reason, we have to make a conscious effort in order to change it. It's not going to be something that you can just snap your fingers and be like, I'm fixed. This is something that you have to make conscious effort to change. Like think about trying to start a new habit. Maybe it's starting taking supplements. For me, that was something that I couldn't build the habit on for a really long period of time because it's physically changing your behavior. But once you find your groove and you start repeating it over and over again and things start to change and things start to become automatic is then it becomes easy, right? But it didn't just happen. I had to consciously, you know, I have it stacked it on with brushing my teeth. So every time I brush my teeth, I would take my supplements and I would force myself to do it every single day. And now I'm to the point where like, I just do it. Like I don't even have to think about it, but that's because I've built the habit and that's right. I had to consciously make the effort first in order for that to happen for it now to become automatic. So this is this thing is like people have these projections of us like, Oh, it's so easy for those people. It's so easy for this. So hard for me. But it's like, well, no, it's about taking responsibility and doing the hard shit day after day, because at the end of the day, it is hard in order to see the change, in order to build the habit, to see the results. So I want to leave you with some really good tips in order to break free from these patterns, because I too once was addicted to my fitness power and needing to know every single little number, because I believe that was the way that I was going to see results. And it absolutely is not true. And that was a belief that I was running off and it's something that I shifted. And it's one of the best things I ever did for myself. So I want to give you guys some stuff that you can walk away with today to help you break free from these cycles. So the first one, of course, if we have to address the fear of not having control, becoming friends with uncertainty. 
and learning how to sit in it when it's fucking uncomfortable. (laughs) I love speaking about this because I am, well, I'm not am. I'm not saying that because I am not. (laughs) I like to have elements of control in my life. Absolutely. It's one of my main top needs is I like things to be certain as well. And hence the reasons why I struggled with all of this, but learning how to be okay when we are not fully in control And at the same time, how can we create certainty within ourselves when we are sitting in uncertainty? Because at the end of the day, there is always an element that we can pull control on from, even though we don't have full control of the whole situation. But think about it, because this is not just with food and exercise and nutrition and tracking. This is everything in life. It's inevitable part of life, right? Like things are uncertain every single fucking day, whether that's in your business, whether that's in a relationship, whether that's with your kids, there is always an element of uncertainty. And this is where we have to normalize that uncertainty is absolutely going to happen to us again and again and again. And this is where we need to take responsibility and learn how to deal with that instead of making up an excuse and not act on it. So. How do you do this with food is that you can create certainty with your food in other ways. And this biggest piece comes down to self-trust. This comes down to learning how to trust your hunger and fullness cues. This is about educating yourself on the principles of nutrition, aka calories and macronutrients, and knowing how to eat at maintenance calories. Because once you know how to eat at maintenance calories, once you know how to utilize portion sizes, eating becomes really normal. And then if you want to drop a little bit of body fat, all you have to do is slightly reduce your portion sizes of your carbs and fats and boom, you can do that. Maybe you need to increase your exercise a little bit as well, right? This knowledge of trusting yourself, trusting your hunger and fullness cues, trusting that you are going to eat when you're hungry and trust that you know how to stop when you feel full, trusting that you have full control of what you're putting on your plate every single day. Like, yes, maybe you're not cooking it, but you still have full control of what you're putting in your mouth. You know you have to eat fats. You know you have to eat carbohydrates. You know you have to eat protein. You know you have to eat vegetables. And it's about, okay, cool, I know that. And that, therefore, I'm creating control and I'm having certainty in that because I'm the one that's building my plate and I'm the one putting food in my mouth. So yes, just because we don't know the calories doesn't mean that we don't have control over what we're doing and this is why this is such a key piece inside the fit and free academy this is why i teach how to build trust with yourself how to be in control how to utilize portion sizes so that you don't have to track and you can eat what you want when you want it (laughs) like completely stress-free because once you nail these principles eating becomes really easy and it becomes really simple my second tip for you guys is making peace with food And again, it's something I dive deep into inside the Fit and Free Academy because we know if we have rules and restrictions on ourselves, if we are labeling food as good and bad, if we're saying, I can't do this, I can't have that, saying, I can't eat this because it's too high in calories. Anytime we have any sort of rule like this, like a rule being, I can't eat this food because X, It's too high in calories, it's too high in carbs, it's too high in fats. I can't eat this because I've already eaten this today. I can't eat this because it's not the right time. 
I can't eat this because it's after 7 p.m. I can go on and on and on about this, right? But anytime we hear those words come out of our mouth, it's ultimately it's telling ourselves that it's wrong to have it. It's bad, right? And the thing with rules, right? Rules are made to be broken. (laughs) We're human. And that's what we naturally will do. Anytime we tell ourselves we can't have something, it significantly increases the craving for those particular foods and what happens when we then break the rules as humans we feel guilt hence the food guilt and this is why this is so important this is such an important step is because if we don't make peace with food then we're going to continue being reliant on the tracking, reliant on the numbers, then we're going to be continuing to ultimately be stuck in these all or nothing binge restrict cycles. We're going to be, oh, this food has X amount of calories. I can't do this. Oh, I've gone over my calories and therefore I have to make up for it the next day. What we need to do is we need to replace this whole bad thing. I can't all this bullshit to like food is just macronutrients. That's what food is. It's made up of carbs. It's made up of fats. It's made up of proteins. Yes, they're made up of different ratios and different percentage of carbs, fat, and proteins. Yes, they're made up of different types of carbs and fats and proteins. Yes, there's complex carbohydrates. There's simple carbohydrates. There's fiber. There's insoluble fiber. There's soluble fiber. There's fats. There's unsaturated. There's saturated fats. There's, right? There is obviously elements of more nutritionally dense foods than others but at the same time it's all plays a purpose in the body whether that's to fuel the body correctly maybe it's to give it enough nutrients maybe it's to feed your soul maybe it's to make sure that you're satisfied right you have to look at food that every little piece of food has a different role responsible within the body and any time we tell ourselves that we can't have something therefore it's making us wrong and Anytime we tell ourselves that we can't have something, it's actually denying our body of something that it actually needs. I don't want you guys to take this out of context and I'm not saying go and eat pizza every fucking day. Like that's not it. That's not the vibe because there's no self-respect in that whatsoever. Because like if we go and eat, give ourselves permission and eat all these foods and just eat pizza all the time, we're going to feel like absolute fucking shit, right? But there's a difference between allowing us to selves ourselves to have pizza on a Friday night and have a picnic on the beach and have a glass of wine with your partner and fully be connected and enjoy the experience or sitting there being like holy fuck holy fuck fuck I can't eat this oh my god it's ruining everything oh my god the calories holy shit I have to go for a run tomorrow all of the story that ultimately just leaves the self-sabotage anyway so you're getting the vibe here the next important thing I know I mentioned it before, but I want to mention it again in terms of being able to achieve this freedom without having to track and still reach your body composition goals is building trust with yourself. And with building trust, the thing with this is like you can listen to all the podcasts, you can listen to all the lecture materials and all of the things, but in order to fully build self-trust, you've got to fucking act You've got to move. You've got to be like my clients and actually start taking action in on your goals because it's like action creates clarity and doing it, showing up with a different headspace and a different unconscious story is how you're going to be successful, 
right? If you're not showing up, if you're not taking action, you're not going to be able to build self-trust. If you're letting fear stop you from taking action, you're never going to change. And that's the thing. It's like you can easily stay safe in your little blanket under your comfort zone or it's like, okay, cool. I have to challenge these beliefs that I've been living from. I have to challenge this survival mechanism of my fitness bow and prove to myself that I can fucking do it. And in order to do that, you need to act. You need to make change and you need to move. Because it's easy just to fall back into our patterns of, oh, I'll just track again. I'll just pick up my fitness pal and start going again. Or you can be like, okay, I'm not going to track a meal and it's going to be fucking terrifying, but I'm going to do it. Because that's how you're going to build self-trust and that's how you're going to ultimately change. And that's why I'm such an advocate for coaching because it's the support element that people need. And that's why inside the Fit and Free Academy, we have the best supportive group of women ever and I love it so much literally someone jumped on there today and wrote out how they're feeling and everyone was like you've got this it's okay like how you're feeling I felt like this too we normalize the experience that this is the hardest bit is the moving the acting the being courageous being brave because it's this movement piece that you have to commit to because you can sit there and do all the journaling in the world to how, you know, how food is fuel and how food is going to make you feel really amazing and it's going to stop you from binge eating and it's going to increase your energy and it's going to make your hair thicker and it's going to improve your skin and it's going to improve your digestion. But until you actually start doing and making the change and start acting and, you know, eating without the tracking is when we're going to have this ultimate sense of freedom. So my next tip for you guys is to be fucking brave and start acting because it's in the acting piece is where you're going to be able to make change. And then the last place I'm always going to say this because it's such a big piece in all of being able to control our food is learning how to detach your worth from your body. Because this control piece, like I already said before in the episode, it ultimately it stems down from our, we want our bodies to look a certain way. So therefore, I have to control the shit out of my food and my exercise because that's how I know I'm going to get there. And again, it's this control piece and learning that, well, you don't have to have everything so perfectly and fully in control. You can absolutely get to the results when you are consistent and stop self-sabotaging. But it's also learning how to detach from the outcome. Still, this is how people are successful long term is because they detach themselves from needing their body to look a certain way. Because if we're in this constant battle of I need my body to look a certain way in order to be happy, in order to be confident, in order to wear the clothes that I want. Again, we shame ourselves when we're not there yet. And when we get triggered and we get a bad body image day, everything feels heavy. It feels hard. We think and say to ourselves, well, I'm putting in so much fucking effort and I'm not seeing the results that I want. What's the point? If we're falling into these cycles, I'm here to tell you that you have to learn how to detach yourself from the result. Detach your worth from your body. Detach your worth from the number of the scale. Detach how you feel from the clothing fitting you. Because when you do this is when you're going to be able to make moves. When you do this, you're going to be able to be consistent. You're going to be able to get results because it's no longer this fucking roller coaster of up and down of these emotional charges that we get 
But instead, we're able to be more present, be in the moment and really focus on how we're feeling. And I see this time and time again with all of my clients is that they still have so much worth tied up onto their bodies needing to look a certain way when in their checking forms each and every week, they're saying things like, oh, I'm getting stronger in the gym. My energy is improving. My relationship with food is better. I'm not feeling guilty anymore. And these are the things that people need to realize is like, this is the shit that we care about because it's these things that is going to allow allow us to be consistent long-term. And we know when we are consistent long-term is when we see sustainable change. And because we're in this world of instant gratification and we're in this world where I want results now and we're in this world of social media like we flick on social media and we see all these people with these fit bods and like I want to look like that but it's like well you're sitting there comparing yourself to someone's five-year journey right and that's it it's like why don't you start comparing yourself to their year one their day one and their whole journey the difference between you and them is that they remain consistent over three years Like this shit takes time and most importantly, a really big lesson in all of this is that it requires patience and people don't like patience. (laughs) I have caught myself out multiple times of being patient, changing your body composition to this picture and moment won't happen in 12 weeks. It won't happen in six months. Like this is the thing of changing your body composition takes time. It's taken me three years to get to where I am. Do you know how many tears and heartache was in all of that? There was a lot. There were so many moments where I thought I was failing and wanted to give up. There were so many moments where I wanted to throw in the towel. There were so many moments where I felt like that I was doing all the things and never seeing a result. But it's the difference between ultimately detaching from the result. So therefore we don't fall into those patterns. So then you can remain consistent because I wouldn't be here if I wasn't consistent. I wouldn't be here showing up every single day after day if I was so attached to the result, making me believe that I wasn't there yet, that I wasn't good enough, that I was failing. So I wanted to leave you guys with this is... Your relationship with food and MyFitnessPal is a mirror of your results. Even if you put on a really good front, you know the way you feel behind the scenes and you know how it's really affecting you. To truly reap the rewards of losing fat and building muscle with complete food freedom, we must learn how to detach our worth from how we eat, from how we look, from the size of our body to the size of our clothes. And I don't want you to mistake this as not working on changing our body composition. That's not it. I'm still here for building muscle, losing fat, getting stronger, all of the things, feeling confident in our clothes, looking confident. Like I still, I truly believe that we do. There's an element of, yeah, we do feel more confident when we are in um, a strong well-fueled body absolutely that we feel good in our clothes like don't get me wrong but it's the difference to having that emotional attachment because if we don't emotionally detach then it's that fucking roller coaster of just wanting to throw in every weekend right it's that element of wanting to throw in the towel anytime shit hits the fan because if we keep falling into those patterns then we lose that consistency piece 
So my loves, I would love it if you could share on Instagram your biggest takeaway from this episode. I love talking about this and I love diving deeper into the mindset sort of stuff because this is the biggest element that really goes in behind the scenes of the Fin Free Academy. It's like, yeah, I teach you about nutrition and I teach you about exercise. Absolutely. But I teach you how to have the mindset so you can actually see results long term. So thanks for being here. I love you all. If you haven't taken the time to do a review yet, please do it because it really does help me support the channel. Thanks for being here. Love you always. And I will be in your ear holes next week. Bye. The number one challenge that all my clients face before we start working together is a lack of clarity on how much and what to eat to lose weight. Often they are making two huge mistakes, constantly trying to skip meals or eat under 1600 calories. Secondly, only allowing themselves bad foods like chocolate on the weekend, but end up binging all to tell themselves they're gonna start again on Monday. If you feel like you have tried every diet under the sun and still can't figure out what to eat to achieve your weight loss goals, Take my free two-minute quiz. You can find the link in the show notes down below. And it will help you figure out exactly what you're doing wrong with your nutrition and exercise and exactly what to do to fix it so that you can finally be confident in your body and achieve your weight loss goals.